But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 But I still have my sense of taste. It's just a really, right now, it's just a cough. And I think last night I might have ate something weird because I was... Oh, you ain't got no Rona. It's just something that you ate, girl. You ain't got no Rona. Well, I have a cough. I have a legit cough and, like, tightness in the chest, but... Did, did you take a test? Not yet. My friend just told me about free tests you can get. Yeah, you yeah. ain't got the free test. I, got about I like, didn't know. I, I, got about, I got about, like, three or four of them in my closet. Yeah, I work from home, and I see nobody, so... We're going to pray for you then. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for you. What? what? I like, how do I get Rona when I don't go anywhere? Right. <laughs> Thanks. I went to the freaking, and it would be fucked up. I, I went to a restaurant on Wednesday. Okay. And it's so the first what, time the I've problem? been out to dinner in a while. And really? telling me that I would have gotten it there, I would freaking be so upset. Yeah, that would suck. Like the few times, like the one time in months I get out. So... Can I share something with you guys real quick? Okay, what? Yeah. So over the past two weeks, you know, I've been going through, you know, I've been having kind of a rough go. It's been tough. Uh, so one of the things I realized while I was going through that is that, like, alcohol is not my friend right now. Right. And actually, on the 7th of August, uh, I stopped drinking. Praise the Lord. And I have not had a drop of alcohol since. And thank you, thank you. And I felt like that was, about. you know, and I, I don't have a problem with alcohol. It's just that at the time, dealing with the shit I was going through, alcohol just was not my friend. And I'm, I wanted to say that now because I'm going to be fucked up for this whole interview. He said he's going to be fucked up for this whole interview. <laughs> he Jack Daniel. He got the Jack. Yes. Yeah, so you remember when I bought this? I bought this like a month ago and it's still right. here. And I, it's been sitting on my desk this whole time and I've been not drinking. And okay, two weeks without a drop of alcohol, I think that's, I think that's pretty good, right? Well, for you, yeah, yeah. Oh, for I mean, me. well, on normal occasions. Yeah, on normal occasions, nothing. I usually get, but I needed to make sure that I can just stop drinking whenever I wanted to. That's and right. You should exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not going to drink very heavily, but I've decided to start drinking again because I'm going to go to Chicago. And I don't want to have four shots and be all kinds of fucked up. Right. <laughs> so. That's about right. I'm so, I'm so fucking excited for the month of September. I got so much shit going on. First off, one, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to Challenge Mania Chicago, which is going to be fucking dope. Can't wait to see you, Becky. I can't wait to see all you other fucking Twitter assholes. I get to high five and take pictures with and put you know, faces to, to, uh, to names and shit. So that's going to be really, really dope. Then I scored tickets to go see motherfucking Michelle branch at the Fillmore in San Francisco. And I'm so fucking excited to go. I fucking love Michelle branch. I would spin the block for Michelle branch. What is, what is Michelle branch anyway? Is she hip hop or B? Oh, oh my fucking God. No, he didn't. I think she's considered pop. Isn't she? What? Well, the girl is fine. One number one. I was just trying to figure out what she do. Is she she sings? She's a, a pop star. I what don't does know she, what do? she do? She's a fucking yeah. icon. That's what she does. She does iconic shit. What I is saw Michelle? a comment on TikTok where she got arrested for beating someone. Yeah, she up. just got arrested last week because her husband Patrick Carney uh, from the Black Keys, who I'm I'm telling you, he he really needs to watch himself. 
from the Black Keys uh, cheated on her with his manager while she's at home with this six-month-old kid. What, what, what did she got? Two, three Grammys? Mm. Fact. Oh. So, I get to see Michelle Branch, and then I get to see the premiere of Clerks 3, also in San Francisco, because I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, and oh, I'm going to a Renaissance fair in oh, Hollister, yeah. California. Busy. Yeah, I got to dress as a fucking pirate. This is my sister's birthday. It's what she wants to do. And, you know, we do what she wants. It's her day. Well, as it should be. As, as right. it should be. What do you guys got lined up? Well, I'm not going to Chicago. <laughs> Number one. Why are you not going to Chicago? Got, uh, it's, it's too much stuff going on up in here. Uh, I'm dealing with, with my daughter, so... I got to take care of that. Um, I got to send Scott a message, let him know I'm not going to be there for the first time. And I don't know how long. Because I've been to every Chicago um, thing there has been. So this would be my first time not in Chicago. And I'm kind of mad because uh, Emily Strong is going to be there. It would have been dope. It would have been dope, you know. And so I'm like, damn, I really want to go. So, But I can't. So I got to take care of my personal business. Yeah, I feel Uh, you. Daughter comes first, so always as she should be. That's right. What about you, Becky? What you got lined up? Honestly, just challenge mania. I I obviously sound like crap because I'm a bit sick, so um, my voice is going to be very raspy today. Yeah, uh, that's, that's we're that's gonna fine. pray for you, then. We're gonna pray for you. <laughs> you don't need to pray for me. I'm gonna pray for you. I'm a sinner. Sinners get no prayers. But anyway. No, sinners always get prayers. You know that? <laughs> but other than that, really nothing. Just working. Getting through life. Try hoping and crossing my fingers that I don't have the Rona. That's about it. No, you don't fact. have the Rona. We, we, not, we not claiming that. She don't have the Rona, y'all. She's just got going through the human elements. She ain't got the Rona. She just picked up smoking. Yeah. I much. used to smoke. I uh, used yeah, to smoke. Yeah, me too. I, I had to quit that shit too. I mean, cigarettes, but I was a good uh, I was I was a smoker for a good ten years. Really? What did you smoke? Uh, it went between marble Mills. lights, camels, camel crushes. Oh, camel crush menthols was the shit. There there was a point where I was really into Newports. Yeah, especially when Newports started to suck. Camel yeah. crushes came in for the win. I had Newports and then I switched to camel crushes because camel so crushes I were do the much same cheaper. Exact thing. And when I was quitting cigarettes, I switched to Parliaments because I didn't like them as much. So I would smoke them a lot less. Oh, my God. Parliaments. Yeah. Those are the but worst. Listen, smoking is not cool. Don't pick it up. It's really tough to quit. I moved on to vaping and now I'm like lowering my uh, nicotine count. Uh, I'm pretty sure sometime next year I'll be completely done vaping, too. Well, I've been, an, I've, I've been, I've quit smoking a good 10 years ago, so it's. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So I've been I smoking. smoked in a while. I smoked from when I was 14 to about 35. Really? Yeah, Damn. but now, now I just vape. No more. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I do have a pack of Black and Milds, but it's the first pack that I bought that in a long count. time. And, no, and, I, and I deserve it. Just a Black and Mild every once in a while. One cigar on a Sunday. That's it's a cigar. It's not a cigarette. It's different. Black and mild don't count. I don't count that. I don't even count those, really. Every, I, I mean, most guys say, feel smoke cigars every once in a while. As long right. as it's not a regular yeah. thing. Yo, you know I had to freak that shit, too. Yeah. Gotta, I mean, gotta freak the black and mild. A lot of people don't know. I don't smoke, but I have smoked a black and a mild, and I don't have no problems quitting those. 
I don't smoke yeah. those on the regular. I, so. I figure one on a Sunday would be fine when I'm editing the podcast. All right. So without further ado, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into episode seven of the challenge USA. Let me go ahead and bring it in. Uh-huh. 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 What's really good, posters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. He is Robert Stewart. This is Love, War, Challenges. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. Today's episode starts off at one of the things I hate the most, the algorithm. Uh, instead of sitting here, you know what? It's funny, too, because... You know, a couple of people said that we sounded really negative last episode. Yes. And guess what? It should have been. It should have been. It was a fucking (laughs) terrible episode. And we're not going to hold back from that. And and here goes the funny thing is, I don't think anybody here wants to challenge USA to fail. I think we've all been able to look at it with, um, you know, with new eyes and able to give it a fair shake. I want the challenge USA to be good because I I want that talent pool opened up. There's, you know, and we're going to have enough shows to, to have all these people here. I want the Challenge USA to do good. Uh, but if they're doing bad, I'm not going to sit here and suck their... I'm not going to sit here and, and ride their coattails just because I like the challenge. It was a shitty episode. Well, here's the thing. We have something to base our opinions off of because we've seen the challenge. We're huge fans of the OG challenge. And, and this is a spinoff of it. So obviously, it's going to draw comparisons. You're just going to have to have that. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've seen bad episodes of the OG Challenge, and we've called that out too. And I mentioned that because that's not the case with this episode. This episode wasn't perfect, but it was far more exciting. Mm. So starting off with the algorithm, my, my favorite part, uh, teammates end up looking like en- Enzo and Angela, Danny and Justine, David and Cachet, Kylan and Kara, Leo and Alyssa, Dom, Kayla, Tyson and Sarah, and Ben and Desi. All right, so the big, the big thing about the algorithm is you now have Tyson and Sarah together. And that sounds like he's going to be really, really excited. We'll come back to that soon. As soon as we get to the A block, we have Tyson talk about his strategy with Kylan and Angela about not targeting people with money, telling people like, hey, if you're going to elimination, if you're targeting people with money, you know, you're going to be on the shit list. How do you guys feel about that particular strategy? Personally, I like it, but I don't know if they have the power to really pull that off. I don't think there's enough people with enough money. I mean, don't get me wrong. Plenty of people are qualified for the, for the final, but I don't think he really has enough to pull that off. Even though in theory, I think the strategy sounds pretty good what's your guys' take i would want to go after the person with the most money the only question i have is if it's like a tyson with someone who hasn't technically qualified for the challenge what money do i get do i get a portion of tyson's money or does that all go to dude and i get the girl's amount like that's what my concern is it's like can you clarify the rules of how the money kind of gets divvied out because i think it's split evenly (laughs) Because if I get all of Tyson's money or a portion of Tyson's money, I'm down. Send Tyson in. I've got this. <laughs> yeah, I think they take both competitors, put the money together, and then they split it evenly between whoever wins the uh, uh, the elimination. Oh, okay. What's your take, Robin? 
Uh, I would go for the king. I would, I would ch- definitely go for Tyson. Tyson, I mean, you, he put himself in that position to get uh, put in. Cause I'm like, exactly. I don't know, I don't know why they not pulling the trigger on him. And I'm like, you, you go for the, go for broke. If you, if you are a true competitor, if you want to challenge yourself, go for Tyson. Just pray and hope it's nothing physical. That's all. Oh uh, yeah, one hundred percent. You can't, you can't bitch and moan at this point. You already got the money. Can't be mad for people wanted wanted to target you. It it don't make no sense for people not to target you unless they're unless they're really scared. I know right now they're feeling targeted and they should be. You guys have a big you guys have a lot of fucking money bags under your name. Of course people are gonna want it. Now moving on, we see Tyson and Sarah talk. <laughs> Sarah, you know, reiterates that she's not coming for Tyson, but Tyson kinda knows that. So better, much bullshit. But knows Yeah, but they know that they're, they're in an uneasy alliance. Here goes the thing. I get why the algorithm put them together. Makes sense. It's going to drum up a lot of drama. Not really. Wrong. Not really. Oh, God. So fucking. What's Underwhelming. I was very underwhelmed by just them getting paired together. You can only hope that this plays out a little bit more during the daily. But all reality, we didn't get much from it. And unfortunately, I think this speaks to the cast. And something like this, you know, you will hope will have, you know, a big effect on the house as a whole. And it doesn't really seem that like that's really going to happen. It's, it seems like a a, um, a PG rated television show. Um, Do you think that not, there's more that we're not seeing? I, I, I think they edit this wrong <laughs> because there's it's the lack of drama is kind of withdrawn me from the show but i the only reason why i'm still into it because it has that challenge feel to it i love that you said that it's it's supposed to bring in drama but it's not and and we can feel that it feels like oh it may have been edited wrong but i think it's the exact opposite i think they're giving us the best that they got i can understand but the thing is is if you look at it this this they can't be hiding the good stuff. It just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, exactly. make any sense because they want something to kind of, you know, make us bite our nails or get a little bit excited. I'll be honest, Tyson and Sarah are holding their cards to their vests really tightly and they're trying to act like they're not pissed off. Well, Sarah's trying to act like she's not pissed off at him and Tyson's pretending like he believes her. So, I mean, at this point, it's just really bad acting. Cause you could tell Sarah was talking out of her ass. She's lying. You know, yeah. You gotta, you gotta remember these two play Survivor together, so they know each other's moves. And yes, I would be playing a, a close game to that because I'm trying to get that money. You know what I'm saying? Even though they don't need it, honestly, at this point, if you realistically look at it, they've both won Survivor. You don't really have nothing to lose at this point. You can just you're just here for a vacation, basically. So because if if neither one of them win, that makes sense. But again, I'm gonna go back to my status quo. As long as you got these survivor people in this game, one of no matter of fact, not one, two of those people are gonna win the final, hands down, in a discussion. I don't care if you want to debate it, argue it. At the end of the day, you're gonna see I was right and you was wrong. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually inclined to, to agree with you because I don't know who wins this season, but it does seem like it's probably going to fall in somebody's survivor's hands. Um, I think Angela has a really good chance too, 
But I think Sarah also has that motivation. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I do like Tyson to win this one, but we all seen these people come in and dominate. And like we've seen with CT for years, a lot of times they don't win. So I think it might be somebody slightly more underassuming, somebody who's been performing good, but not winning a whole bunch. Um, I'm not 100% sure that where, where that might go. But I want I really Kiki's think husband be... to win. Danny, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled this whole thing out either because he's kind of been understated, hasn't been targeted, hasn't right. pissed anybody off. But if you get somebody like that into a final, they're going to eat your fucking food right. straight up and down. Right. Um, they better not let Danny make it to a final. If Danny makes it to a final... I'm laughing. If That's Danny makes I'm it doing. to a final... I'm laughing. It's going to come down between him and Tyson. One and two. Easy. Yes, easy, easy money. Easy. easy money. So. so before we head into the daily, the last thing we see is we see everybody in the house pretty much trashing Leo um, about his gameplay. And they're not 100% wrong. At the same time, I dislike all of the trashing of Leo, mainly because he seems like a pretty decent person. He seems like a pretty good guy. And for all of the reality stars and shit that we see, Leo really comes off as one of the most normal people. I think he's socially he's awkward. I think that's kind of what he, he is. And that's kind of okay because it adds that feeling of these are regular people competing on these shows, which is one of the greatest things about the challenge. We get everybody talking shit about Leo, especially Alyssa, who I can't explain why, but I like. I don't know why. I, I know she went after the, 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 the cookout, and I dislike that a whole bunch, but do feel like I like her. I, I can't explain it. She's getting uh, on my Leo damn nerves. I mean, she's fine and everything, but I mean... <laughs> that that, that yeah. has nothing that's, to do with it. That's first Robert's deal. <laughs> she's fine. First off, this, this is love with challenges, and the worth of female cast members is not based on their looks. At all, mm, but, that's true. Unless you're, but I mean, I mean, it it don't it don't hurt to make her see fine. No, it doesn't. But I mean, plus, not, plus, let's be serious. This is a challenge. There are no ugly people. That's true. There, there are that none. None of these that people are unattractive, and that it, and it hasn't been that way for a while. And yeah. I accept that. So, but um, you know, she's bitching about Leo. Leo gets a call from Aaliyah, his girlfriend, and she's looking mad stressed. Um, you know, she talks about the business. He's lost like 43 bands in one day, which any, which nobody, I mean, that's a lot. Um, you know, Leo packs his bags, tries to leave, but tries to drop them. This is just a fact of, uh, we've seen this with Abram on season 16, the Island, right. uh, where real life, you know, you, you know, play. Yeah. exactly. You're off somewhere and you have real life responsibilities and they, they don't all just disappear because you're on the challenge. And he packs his bags to leave. Uh, Alyssa eventually gets him to stay. But I re- at that moment, I really felt for Leo because, like, I get it. Like, I think about the shit that I do. If the challenge called me one day and say, hey, Malik, we want you for the challenge because we're bringing pod. Today is going to be podcasters and allies <laughs> or whatever. And I would be like, like, it's a dream. But one, one, I would get my I would get chewed up so fucking bad on the challenge. I don't I know, know why this. you think that. I think you would do better. I think you do I mean, really good I on me. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very, very strong. My cardio is fucked. Well, then you need to start practicing now. Okay, I, 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 I am. But if the challenge was to call me today, my cardio is still fucked. 
it, it just, it just yeah. is what it is. I know where I'm at. I be sitting on this bed eating a fucking box of Cheetos talking about how did he not make that jump? What the fuck? <laughs> and it just, it would be like me and I'd be like, here, I just. <laughs> That's funny. Why I'm did good. he just flip around to do that? <laughs> like, it's easy to do that from the comfort of my California King bed. But I, I really felt for Leo because like it, it me just personally, like all of the shit that I got to deal with, I, I wouldn't even have the ability to just jump and leave for the challenge for anywhere from six to 12 weeks. Like that's wild to me. So I really felt for him. How did you guys feel about Leo and, um, you know, the responsibilities that came crashing down for him this well, week? Well, I find it fucked up that the, I understand you're, you're struggling girl, but get on YouTube, learn how to work the shit. I mean, if you really want to help him with his business and you don't know how to do something, ask him how to do it. Have him show you. In her defense, in her defense a little bit, she might have her own shit going on. She, I, I, I don't really know who she it is or what like she does. It sounds like her job but she might have her own job. Stuff. So I don't know. All I know is it sounds like she's doing a whole lot of bitching and she did it on purpose. She wanted him to come home. You saw it in she her. She may not be qualified to do it though. Learn. There are, there are YouTube videos for everything these days. You're telling me you cannot find out how to work the system? I'm sorry. I don't think I'm you're not wrong. trying to be an ass, but I actually really, I'm actually growing to like Leo a lot because I see how much he's progressing. And I like Leo growing. because he seems like a really good guy. He seems like a really nice guy. He hasn't given and up on a single challenge. 100%. He is trying his ass off. And when it comes down to the challenge, that's what we love. We love people putting, we love people what giving us their at? all. Oh, I'm laughing about Leo. Leo is interesting to me. Uh, Sorry, Malik. This, <laughs> this week has been uh, interesting for Leo, even though he had the little personal issues going on at home um, and he was ready to leave. I don't know how I really felt about that. I'm like, well, I mean, if you feel like you need to leave the game at this point, why did you even sign up for it? That should even give you more than motivation to win this whole damn thing and keep it moving. Because if it's me, me personally, if nobody's dying on the deathbed, I deal with it when I get back. And let me focus on getting this money. One hundred percent. Um, but I also feel like this was unexpected. I I don't think he was planning on this to happen. And you, you guys know just as well as I do. Life comes at you from all crazy shit. But moving on, let's go ahead and get to this daily. Today's daily is going to be called Recreational Driving. And I always shit on them for having really stupid... I always get on them for having really stupid names, uh, you know, for these dailies or these eliminations. I thought this one was a little bit witty, so I give them props. Basically, it's bumper cars, but they're in real cars. Uh, each car is equipped with four inflatable balls, and everybody has to drive around this track and try to take out the balls. The, the kicker is the driver is going to be blindsided, and the other partner has to direct them on how to do this. So I know we really got on last episode, and one of the things, and, and, and I, I'm not going to break down everything that happened in here, but one of the things that I really, really loved about this episode was the pre-daily banter. It was fucking hilarious. Everybody's everybody talking about their partners and shit and going back and forth. I thought it was really, really good. And I thought it was a very, 
bright, shining moment that we had from this episode. Uh, for you guys, what were some of the things that you really loved or really hated about this episode? I found a lot of things I loved. The pre-daily uh, banter. And I love um, how Danny was talking about his wife, Kiki, again. And how she's not the greatest He's driver. the best driver. That was really cool. So, what were some of you guys' takeaways, biggest moments, and some things you loved and are hated from today's daily? I, I always find it interesting with these is because the, when you're blindfolded, you have to have so much trust in the person guiding you. And it's always funny to watch them go hard right, hard left, stop, 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 stop. Because <laughs> you realize that it's too, late, it's too late to tell them to stop. And you knew when they were like, oh, shit. So that oh that made me that really cracked me up. Um, I loved seeing the crashes. Um, how one of them ended up on top of the barrels and was just spitting oh, tires. Yeah, that was great. I was cracking up. And what was it, Dom? Who was like this? Dominic, who was like, this is the best part ever. She's loud. She's clear. We got this. And I think mm. they they ended up winning too. I right? am, yo, listen. I am not feeling Dom at all. He seems so fucking vengeful this episode. I like his partner. What was his partner's name? Uh, Whose partner? Yeah. Dom? Dom had uh, Kayla. Kayla. So I really, really like Kayla for for some reason. Something about her really makes I me like root Kayla for her. I like Kayla too. She's a challenge fan. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of his. I just really like her. So I'm glad she won. No, no. I, I can feel you on that one. Rob. What are some of your takeaways, some of the things you loved and or hated about today's episode, uh, the daily part? When the girl said, what's the end for? I said, oh, no. Oh, I, yeah. I, know. I said, oh, oh no. no. Kira, Kira. I said, that was, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Kira did not know what neutral on a car was. <laughs> and that was fucking wild I to me. I cracked up when I heard that. I was like, let me tell. Don't, don't tell me you don't know how to, neutral is. What? Right. And I'm just sitting up for like, really, uh, Carol, girl, I said, uh, I know you didn't get your license at the age of 16. You had to get it at the age of 21 or something like that. It's the truth, though. I mean, Yo, she, she, showed her, she showed her true colors. I said, oh, Lord, we got another one. I guess she's uh, never had to push whole... her car when it's been busted. Yo, or had right. to pop a clutch. Right. Or uh, change a, a, a spare tire. Um, Yo, big facts. Why would you want to be a neutral Danny, to change a tire? You don't have to be a neutral to change a tire. Well, I'm talking about, and I was talking about in general about uh, changing the tire. You know oh. I mean? Talk about being a neutral and changing the tire. That was a wholly different conversation. I was but like, anyway, let me just tell Danny, you, I don't know how to change a tire. Really? I don't. Well, I mean, it's cool. You don't need to. I mean, all yeah, you need is triple A. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, all you need is triple A. I got a phone. That's it. <laughs> Hello. Somebody I, help me change right, my tire. Got, <laughs> I got a donut in right. my car, but when I just um, got into that accident, uh, I popped two tires, oh, so I had okay. to get it fucking towed, and then I had to buy two brand new tires, new tires right which fucking it. suck. But yeah, there was a lot to love about this daily. Uh, I thought Desi and Ben did really, really well, uh, and Danny Justine also did really well. And um, who crashed just gloriously? It was um, it was Desi and Ben, and they're the ones who crashed on top of the barrel. I thought that was so so dope, but. Um, Leo and Alyssa are knocked out first, even though I'm pretty sure Leo gave it his, his full might, uh, and Kayla and Dom gets the win. So Kayla and Dom gets the win and Leo and Alyssa are going straight into the arena. 
And at this point, I started thinking, I was just like, man, I don't know if Leo is going to purposely throw this elimination so he can go home, even though he hasn't quit on anything he's done this whole entire season. I see Leo as almost like a, a Jenna-ish kind of a person. Where and they, Jenna they, made they, three finals the first three seasons. Quit and they want to go home and they bitch about it. But once they get into an elimination, they can't help but, but, but work out. That was one... Jenna did that for like one season. I've seen Jenna do that multiple season. seasons where she's bitched about wanting to go but home. But what happened when she was in the elimination? I, she won it. Listen, <laughs> I love I, I love Jenna for the challenge. I don't think we're going to see her back because I think Zach is going to keep making sure she's pumped full of kids. And there's Purposely. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but also, she started off real hot, but she kind of fizzled out. She went to the finals for her first three seasons, and then that was kind of it. Well, you got to understand that she probably made those But she was targeted. Why? Yeah, it's hard to make a final. Yeah, Yeah, it's very hard to make a final. So moving on back to the house, the winners want to know if Leo's heart is in it, or if he's, you know, or if he's going to, um, you know, just bitch up and try to get out as soon as possible. Which would make sense. And then we move to the part where, you know, we have the winners and losers. This fake setup shit where they sit down and talk to them. Um, so they want to know if Leo's in it, but Alyssa and Leo stay quiet. They keep employing this tactic of not saying shit when they're pressed. And uh, I fucking, I just dislike it so much to an obscene degree. But Alyssa and Leo gives them nothing. Now, Dom, in his vengeful streak, he floats Angela and Enzo, which would make sense because it gets Angela out. Uh, They vote Colin and Kara, who, you know, Dom has a reason for wanting to get Colin out. And Kayla wants to make sure she makes people uncomfortable. We also get Angela approaches Kayla and Dom saying, you know, they're not on the radar, tries to cut a deal. But Dom is all stuck on revenge. Kayla, being a great player that she is, she clocked that Tyson has been running with Sarah all day and doesn't want to give Sarah a fucking any space at all to get thrown in because, you know, she can get Tyson fucked up or go in to win some money. How did you feel about how all of this played out and who do you think had the good strategy and just what's your overall take on this whole winners and losers and this Really, and and like I said, I did like this episode, but this really pathetic attempt to try to drum up drama and see how these people are going at each other. I mean, I don't, we, I mean, we talked about how this is a, a terrible strategy. If you aren't using these meetings to garner some sort of like pol- superior, uh, political move or get people on your side, sway people, you're not using this right. The fact that they let the losers in the room at all is unseen. Why? Why would they care? Why, why do we even care what they think? They're losers. They lost. So the fact that they're allowed to come in and try and advocate for themselves, try to use this to, to, to build deals and build relationships, and they are not using it to their advantage, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. How do you feel about Angela's and Tyson's strategies? Angela went looking, trying to cut a deal, and Tyson was like, stick by the partner to make sure we're not going in. 
Angela did it to cover her own ass because she knew she was fucked. And she knew because Dom was on his streak and she knew she was on that radar. She wouldn't have done nothing if it was anything else. She doesn't care. But I, I thought it was a, I thought it was her only hand to really play in that situation. Yeah. And I thought she played it pretty well. She did what she had to do and it worked. That's the big thing. So the fact that she played it, she played it right and it worked out in her favor. Well, it may not, it may not happen next week. So hopefully she can stay on a winning streak or something. Eventually, Angela's card will be pulled. And that's just kind of one of those situations. It's just a, a matter of when and who pulls the card. Well, that's interesting because I know people are, you know, kind of keeping an eye on her and know that she's working with Tyson. But she hasn't really made a whole bunch of enemies. She's kind of sliding a little bit under the radar. Angela may, I think Angela and Danny may be playing some of the best quiet games in the house by far. Um, Danny isn't winning as much, but he's made a lot less enemies than Angela. Angela pissed some people off and people are scared of her, but she hasn't done anything to outright make people hate her. Uh, Rob, what's your take on how this C block played out? And, you know, the whole winners and losers thing and how these people are playing, keeping themselves out of elimination or going in. Angela, I think she's playing a smart game. Uh, I don't think she's playing a strategic game because as long as you got survivor women in the game, you're not going somewhere. So her next move is going to have to figure out how to get these women out. Uh, Sarah, you may not get a chance to get out because she's already been in elimination. Do you take the risk of throwing her in again? Now we're going to see if uh, Leo is up for the task of winning another elimination. Where do you put him at if he wins this coming up elimination? So it's a lot of give and take answers that you can look for and see. But what's the overall big picture? What's the, who's the number one challenger that can put it all on the wall and says, okay, this is where the game is at. The last challenger was, is who? CT. Bam. Mike Bam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, I got to say something. So, Dom has pointed something out, and I think a lot of people see this. There is a triangle of the people who keep winning the same challenges. The fact that they're all working together now, mind you, they may not have been working in the beginning, but now they're all working together. The Angela, Kylan, and Tyson he is right that they have to break that up to try and stop these three people from dominating everything. But that's easy to see. These people have been running pretty much the game. Um, you know, that I think that's just a case of pointing out the obvious. These are the big dogs. We're not. So as a little dog, you always want to take out the big dog. That's obvious at this point. But do you have the balls to really make the move? Now, moving on to the arena. Come find out, they kind of do have the balls, at least in a small sense. So they vote in Kylan and Kara, which I think was a good vote because this looks like a little bit of a janky elimination. Kylan is probably low man in that totem pole of the Tyson, Angela, Kylan thing. Um, even though Kylan has been performing very, very well. He'll make the least waves if he goes home. Exactly. Exactly. But he has been winning. And also, I want to point out that Kylan, when it comes down to people we think about the challenge, and I think I said this last episode, I think Kylan would be great for the challenge. 
I think he has done very, very well with how he handled his camera time, how he conducts himself. I think he would be able to fit right in, and I think he would be easily, uh, uh, you know, f- get folded into that TYD mode if that ever really comes back full force. I really kind of hope he ends up on the OG challenge because I think he would get along a lot with a lot I of think people. He'll, I think he'll be great for it. Great for it. But we get into the arena. Colin and Kira voted in. Um, turns out Colin didn't talk to to uh, Kayla at all, which probably had a lot of effect to it. Um, today's game is going to be called Ball and Chain. And once again, this is trivia, and they have to unchain a ball, place it into the hole, and, you know, these balls are heavy, and it's, you know, all right, fine. It does look like it's going to be a good elimination. Um, one second. Leo and Alyssa gets to win in this, in, in this uh, elimination, which I can't help but think is a huge fucking upset. But there was a lot of great moments in this elimination, a lot of great questions that even I wouldn't have the answer to. I don't know how many fucking Adele albums there are. There are. How many was it? I think, was it four or seven? I think it's like four. Four. Yeah, four. I didn't know that on, until they f- figured it out. To be honest. Yeah, right, exactly. Who the fuck knows that? But a lot of great moments and the elimination, even though I'm really getting tired, I'm I'm really getting tired of these trivia and non-contact things. Um, it was very exciting to watch, but really a huge fucking upset by Leo and Alyssa, and a big, big fucking hole is filled. I mean, a big hole is given that Colin is out, and so is Kira who's actually been performing pretty decent, even when she was sick. Um, what were some of your favorite moments or some moments you dislike from today's elimination? I really enjoyed seeing Leo kind of succeed. So, like, he literally was super, um, you know, encouraging. He didn't give up. Mm-hmm. He was literally taking fees of, like, literally, physically and uh, literally all the weight of this on himself to get her up. Like there were times where he was like literally pulling himself up to try and get her higher up. And those medicine balls are nothing on top of the fact that he had her weight <laughs> and he's not a big guy. So right. he, you know that he was struggling. You could tell it all over his face. Um, I enjoyed kind of trying to figure out the answers um, to these questions. Um the fact that anybody knew how many times Madonna got married, I don't. I don't even know that answer. <laughs> no, hundred and five. You, you know what? Let me ask you guys a question. Both of these teams had two different set of trivia questions. Do you feel like that's unfair? No. Especially when it comes to trip. Uh, no, no. You're in elimination. You you are uh, fighting for your life at this time. Because if if it was the same thing. They could cheat off of you if exactly. you blurt out the answer. No, so. you could put them in a different order, which would totally negate that. But I guess some people might consider that one team's questions was a lot harder than the other teams. I think both te- both questions, both teams' questions were equally hard. Yeah, so I think there were some neutral. in there that were easy. Like one was like, how many stomachs does a cow have? Which most people right. know. So like, that's not... No idea how many. Me neither. I think I it was four. I thought it was four too. But 
you know, I don't know. I, I didn't feel great about it. I, I thought if, you, if you're going to do something like this, you got to do like a math questions or some shit because you don't want them to have unequal questions. It may look like, you know, the challenge guys are trying to slice something somebody's way. I wasn't you mean like having somebody spell cynical and the next person having to spell goggles? <laughs> Case and point. There you go. Case, Case and point. point. Yeah. Case in point. 100%. Because, I mean, you got to give it to Leo. I don't know where we would put Leo at right now. Because this is like his third time or our second time going. You got to put him high. And coming the, out. The best time. thing about Leo is the heart that he's shown in these eliminations. Mm. One, he gets strategic. Two, put, in, put a, Alyssa on your shoulders. I get it. She's not super big or anything like that. But you're going to feel that shit. The heart that he's shown in these eliminations is fucking wonderful. It's one of the best parts of it the could challenge. It can be said that it was he was a reason that both of those eliminations were won. Because his elimination with Sarah... I would agree. She wouldn't have won that without him. And this one, had he not put everything into it, had he been, like, popping out or bitching out so he could go home, like, that's, that's the thing like there. He has heart... And I appreciate that. And honestly, this kind of tipped me over into liking him. He just needs to stop so much with the cat talk. And I'm a cat person. I just, <laughs> the, like, the cat talk is a bit much, but I love how he comes off as a normal person. And he has shown a tremendous amount of heart when it comes to these eliminations. This is the best part of the challenge. When we see regular people really just show a, a, a lot of heart and a lot of determination and a lot of strategy. Show up and show this out. Is, exactly. This is, when it's all said and done, this is the part that we love the most about the challenge. Of course we love the drama. Of course we love the trashy part of it. Of course we love the backstabbing and the deal making and all that shit. But when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, heart is what draws us to the show. And Leo has that shit in boatloads. I don't know why people keep testing Leo, I, I guess because he is the underdog, and I, I guess he's going to steal. Stop putting him in. It's because he's a weirdo. Yeah. That's the uh, thing. He is. And he's, he's small. He's a weirdo. He's small. People don't get his personality. And that's that's why people are like, oh, he's weak. Oh, he's, you know, and also he almost went home. So I think that's also a part of it, too. So he almost tried to cop out. So the whole thing is just like, I understand why they're targeting him, but they got to see after this elimination that he he steps up to the plate. He came to play. Yeah, 100%. To play. And you got to give him props because he learned how to put Alyssa up and get that shit done, even though both of the females had a lot of trouble um, bringing up these weighted balls. He figured out how to get her up. And that's, and, and that's strategic if I haven't seen it. And that's one of the things that Kira and Kylan wasn't really able to do as effectively, and thinking about how Kylan huge, is almost probably twice dude size. Yeah, one hundred percent. It had huge ramifications on how this elimination turned out. Right. And and honestly, if you think about Kira versus um, Alyssa, their size wise, strength wise, Kira should have been able to lift those medicine balls a lot easier than than Alyssa. One hundred one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I agree with you. Huge upset, but very exciting elimination. Uh, I loved everything about it. Uh, Leo and Alyssa gets to win, which was really, really great. And then, of course, we end the episode on TJ going back to the shitty fucking algorithm. But... Twist. But it looks like things are going to change. And now it looks like the algorithm is going to be gone so I can stop bitching about the A block. <laughs> right. 
I'll bet Which you. Which is going to be great. Bet you any amount of money it's about to go individual. Maybe. True, maybe. maybe. But maybe. I'm really excited to see exactly how this plays out. It could go a number of ways. And how that goes, I'm really excited to see. Um, so that's going to be the episode. And your guys' opinion, if you, if you had to rate it one to five stars, where do you put this episode? Rob? I'm going to go three. They've made a slight improvement. Um, I'm not going to trash it. I mean, it was better than the other previous uh, episodes. So I'm going to say... Is it hard? <laughs> right. Yeah, 100% agree. So uh, it, it gets a solid three, in my opinion. Okay. Becky? I actually was going to say that as well. I would give it a three, too. It had a, a nice, decent amount of drama with Leo almost going home. Um, a really fun daily, because I got to say, watching those cars crash was, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I can only imagine this. It's like watching real life Mario Kart. <laughs> I loved it. And then um, the elimination was solid, even though, again, it was trivia, solid. trivia, but it was also showed strength and endurance. And it really showed an underdog, an underdog team that should not have won overcame mm-hmm. it. So it was a very David and Goliath effort. Um, and I really enjoyed that. So I give it a solid three, three, maybe 3.5. Actually, I'm gonna give it a 3.5. And I'm right there with you. I will go ahead and also give it a 3.5, mainly because last episode was so bad. It's probably easier to put this one further (laughs) ahead, but we did get a solid daily that I thoroughly enjoyed. We did get a solid elimination, which, you know, encompass all of the elements that I've been disliking about it. But I thought it was pulled off very, very well. Uh, Leo, I would say, is the all-star of this fucking episode because he really had a lot of camera time. He had a lot to he had a lot to bring. I'm going to give it a 3.5. I really felt like the Sarah and Tyson uh, putting them on the same team really kind of fizzled out. Uh, you know, if that brought a little bit more drama or some excitement to it, then I probably would have ranked it higher. But I would say this is a solid fucking episode. And I'm so glad we From got it. From the look of the preview, looks like we got some solid drama coming in. And yes, and some and physicality. A brawl. Right. Yes. Praise Fuck God. yes. Fuck yes. Super Praise excited God. for that. I would oh, definitely man. cherish for that. Um, but yes, yeah, solid episode. Um, you know, I felt myself drifting away from this season a little bit more. And I'm glad we had an episode like this to bring us back. Uh, as much as we bitch about, you know, production and how they're doing things. I have the utmost trust in them that they know what to do to bring us back. And I thought we got to see a little bit glimpse of that today. Hopefully they can keep it going for the remainder of the season and really have the season be good. This is the first episode. This is the first season of the challenge USA. And I'm really hoping they can bring the smoke. They can bring the goods and they can keep this going because if this could be used as a feeder system, as a triple A system and to feed into the main show, that would be great. A lot of our favorites are getting older. They have other responsibilities. We're only going to have CT. We're only going to have Bananas. Even Devin and Corey, we're only going to have them, but for so long, we're going to need a new batch to bring it in. I'm really excited to see what they got. And that's going to do it for this episode. Episode number seven of the Challenge USA. That's going to do it for us. Um, Before we get out of here, Rob, why don't you go ahead and plug us into all of Yo, shit. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I have my podcast called For the Love of the Challenge. If you have not heard it, please like, subscribe. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I'm everywhere. You can plug it in on everywhere on all my uh, on Spotify, on Sprinker, uh, uh, also on iTunes. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, my Instagram is For the Love of the Challenge. Also, my personal page is Robert Lee Jr. eighty one eighteen. And uh, if it wasn't for Malik, I would not have a uh, awesome image to show you. And that, that I still use it to this day. So thank you, Malik. Hey, no problems. <laughs> um, but speaking of which, if you have a challenge podcast or if you make challenge based content, reach out to me. If I can help, I will. Um, you know, uh, high, high tides raise all ships. Or I, I forget. Um, I, I forget the exact quote that um, high tides raise that, all boats. That high tides raise all boats. And uh, big shout out to Scott Yeager. He's the first person I heard say that. And I agree a hundred percent to say if you need any help with uh, audio or video or just even little shit, I'm always down to help. I love the challenge community. It's really become a home to me. Speaking of a home to me, big shout out to the challenge unbothered. Uh, Facebook group and the Challenge Unbothered um, uh, podcast. Uh, that is our home group. We're in a lot of challenge uh, uh, podcast. We're in a lot of challenge groups, um, but that's our home group. We love those guys. We love the podcast. Uh, we're definitely always in there. I'm not in there as much as I would hope to be, only because I'm super busy. But we love those guys. We love the group. Go ahead and join it. It's awesome. Big shout out to Gamer Vev, always holding it down. And big shout out to all the other Challenge Podcasters also holding it down. Uh, we love you guys. We always hope you guys a lot of success. But with that said, thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Make sure you copy your official Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast. And our website is lwcpodcast.com. And make sure you listen to Love War Challenges Podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. He is Robert Stewart. This is Love War Challenges. Good night. Peace.